Hey everyone, hope you're all doing well and welcome to another episode of Who's There, a Doc 2 podcast. Before we get into it though, I want to give a tiny bit of context. This is the TV movie special where Crispy and I talk about watching the TV movie together, which we did about two weeks ago now, and this was recorded before the Comic-Con episode. As most of you will know by now, it'll all be back to normal going forward from next week onwards, but just for context, if during this episode you hear me say, I'm meeting David Tennant next week, you probably know by now that that's already happened because that episode came out last week, but I just figured it would take way too long to edit it out and I also know you guys wouldn't care enough for me to actually sit here for and painstakingly change bits around for the sake of context. So I thought I'd just put this in here and be done with it. Okay, enough talking from me. Let's go on with the episode as normal. Enjoy. So how are you feeling after seeing the film then? I... I don't... I don't know. Troy, you don't know? That, oh. that was... That was a lot. Are you ready to talk about it for approximately an hour in an episode of Who's There a Doc 2 podcast? I think that would be the most appropriate thing to do right now. Sounds like a good plan. And I think we should roll the intro so we can get started. So why don't we do that right now? Roll it! Hello and welcome back to Who's There? A Doctor Who podcast, the show where two YouTubers get together and talk about our favourite TV show, Doctor Who. But sometimes it's not a TV show, sometimes it's a film. So here today, mm. to talk with me, your host for Archer Live, is your co-host, Crispy Pro, as we discuss Doctor Who, the TV movie, which we have just watched. Literally finished minutes ago. Minutes ago, with my internet dying towards the end of it, which made it very exciting. I- I'm sure oh, yeah. Crispy was on the edge of his seat waiting for for it to come back up to finish finish the film. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be a different episode. We're not going to be talking too much about the news. We can convert. We'll just say very quickly, we have heard that Matt Smith and Karen Gillan have both said they're interested in coming back to Doctor Who, and we both think that's very exciting. And we're very go. interested in yeah, that too. That, that's, that's our amazing discussion for that, so we'll probably talk about that later, um, like in a different episode, because we don't need to talk about it right now. We're going to avoid questions and all that. We're just going to talk about the film, and then just leave it at that it's going to be a special tv movie episode and crispy here is going to be editing this one so if you notice any differences in the video or the audio judge him because i'm i'm busy this week and he's he said he's, he's stepped up he stepped up to the plate he's I've actually gonna do some work the plate everyone. he's gonna do some work i, I can't believe he's actually gonna do some work on this podcast oh, rather than just opening people this said it now. couldn't be done people, people said it couldn't said be done it but it couldn't be, be done no. <laughs> gotta be careful nah, you I know am somewhat, someone commented last week saying i was smug so i'm gonna not be smug now <laughs> Did they? Really? Yeah, someone commented on the video at Troy is, is smug, and I was like, oh, where are you getting that from? And I was like, okay, was, all right. Was the, was the user uh, Crispy Pro? Yes, it was you. It was actually you. Ah, uh, I see, I see. So yeah, see. so I'm very smug and egotistical now. I've tried not to come across that way, but I have. It's all right. What can you do? No, it's all right, mate. I, I edit this, so I lo- this episode, you will not come across that way. You just cut that In bit fact, out anyway. <laughs> you, exactly. But I have, I have so much power here editing. I can you, have you a wacky sound effect right here. Oh, I can have a wacky sound effect oh, right here. Oh, please don't start doing that. But no, I could have stop a wacky it. sound effect right here. It's not a YouTube right video. Here. It's not a YouTube video. It's we don't a need podcast. Shane Dawson thuds and all kinds of smacks, Oosh. especially with recent news. We don't need any more smack sound effects in, in any kind of media. Thank you. The Oscars okay. was enough for everyone, I think. Thank you. I think I think it absolutely was. Um, speaking of enough for everyone, wow, that film was something. <laughs> Okay, let's let's start off by asking you. Um, well, for context, I have seen the film before. I didn't remember a ton of it. It's been years. Crispy has never seen the film. He's seen clips, never ever, but never seen the full film. So I'm going to start by asking you: scale up, score of one to ten. What would you give Doctor Who the TV movie? Yes, it puts you on the spot. No, I don't care. <laughs> no, that no, that's that's absolutely fine. I'd say <laughs> for the first hour, I was having a really really good time. Right, I genuinely thought it was great. So up until then, I'd say maybe, you know, like a seven, seven-ish, 7.5. I was having okay. a, a, a grand old time. And then I don't know. I don't know if you'll agree with me here, but I just feel like that ending, the final act of that movie, everything just kind of falls to pieces. So I don't know. I'd give it a, a six out of 10, maybe. Is that harsh? Is that harsh? Not really. Do people Not- like the TV movie? I don't know, you know. I don't know whether it's even got like a cult following or anything. I think people love Paul McGann, but don't really talk about the film much. You know, yeah. They kind of say Paul McGann's great, but Paul Paul McGann was good, and I think he's a good uh, casting. But I feel like he was much better in the Doctor. Yeah, but I think that's down to script. Like that, that man can act, and there were moments in that film when he really did. He he was shining, but yeah, absolutely. It's difficult. Because I have, like I said, I, hadn't, I haven't seen it for years, so a lot of it I didn't really remember. 
I knew pieces that I could still remember and bits that I'd seen. I did not remember Lee getting his his neck. I don't know whether this is a bit TMI for a clean podcast. Probably not, but I don't remember Lee getting his neck snapped by the master. That that caught me off guard. I was like, that oh. came out of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, wow. And then okay, I thought, I thought they were going to kill him off. I thought I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and then just when then I was the master to like just chucked him. Grace off a off a balcony, and it was like, oh, she's fine. And then he was she was actually dead. And then the she's TARDIS dead. brought them back to life. Apparently, I don't. Which was nice. Yeah, but the last Has time the TARDIS interfered with a human, it turned them into a space god that disintegrated Daleks. So it was a bit. Maybe the TARDIS didn't like Rose. <laughs> TARDIS went, I'm going <laughs> to give Rose so much power, she dies on the spot. Let's she go. dies. Oh, but <laughs> the, oh. No, that, that brain was... is just like, it's it's mm. muddled. We need to kind of like organise our thoughts and like properly talk about the film. But I feel like mush. all we're going to do is b- bounce about. Basically what I did about Jodie Whittaker is just going to be my thoughts all over the show. Which for the record, well, we can... remember next week is, is the, the next Comic-Con episode, so get ready for more of my ramblings. I don't actually know. They posted the times on the comic convention thing. I wonder if I'd be meeting Paul McGann the time this episode goes live. That'd be really oh, funny. please. Should we, should we, just, should we just check for, for, for com- yeah. comedic effect? If I can load Twitter can up fast check. enough. Twitter, That's can fine. you please load? Come on, let's see. Let's see the photo I'll, schedule. I'll let's go. You riff. Go on. What riffing riff have you got? A bit. Um, well, I don't have any Doctor Who jokes this week, much to Troy's pleasure. Good. Um, but I will say, just on the record right now, that that intro music for the TV movie is an oh, absolute banger. Absolute so heater. Heater of a track. Troy and I, I we have we have footage of it. I think I will. I might do like a little watch along video because we did record our parts, even though the internet yeah. cut out about seven times. Ah, he's, um, he's only on at five o'clock on the Saturday, and this episode goes about twelve ish, one ish UK time. So I'll be meeting Paul McGann about four or five hours after this goes up. So there you go, there you go. There's not there many people go. booked if, to see him. Interestingly enough, can you see how many people have booked? Well, you can judge it because of the schedule, because obviously they'll assign a bigger time window if there's more ticket sales. Colin Baker's oh, only got 15 Sherlock minutes. Sherlock Holmes over here. Um, but Paul McGann's got 20. And Paul um, Colin didn't have tons in, in London. It's like a group of people, but not like tons of people. Um, to be fair, there's a lot of people I'm surprised they don't have much time. There'll be more for Mark Shepard, the guy out of Supernatural, Crowley, but he's only got 20 minutes as well. This is very, very surprising. Very surprising. Whereas David Tennant, first three groups of David are two hours. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> so obviously, so we're starting off. It's all about the master. Like they, they said at the very start, the master has run out of lives. That was one thing that I was like, oh, I don't remember yeah. them saying that. Because obviously it's kind of a joke among fans where it's like, oh, you know, the master just kind of always comes back. You always expect him to show back up again. And it's, again, why the timeless child would make more sense to be the master. But that's a debate as we've already discussed on. Like we said, I like the timeless child. I just think it was wasted on the doctor. And it should have been the master. But should have been the master. It's a much more interesting master. story point, but yeah. that's okay. But, so it's interesting that they commented on that. Why is the master's remains that I thought when they said remains would be like powder? Why is it a weird slug cobra thing? I don't know, and it's it's never really like properly addressed. It just kind of is. No, it's a it's slug, and then weird. it's a cobra, and then it's and then it's Neo Terminator, and then it's it's yeah. on Grace for a bit because he spits on Grace like it's a scene from nineteen eighty six film The Fly. Which I was yes. a comment I made during the commentary. So if he does edit the video at this commentary, and I really hope he does, because there were some golden jokes there. Some that I there think might have been, gone ones. a bit too far. I think there were some jokes There's... he made that you might have had to get caught because we we made some. Uh, there some definitely, uh, there definitely is <laughs> nothing cancelable. Just you know, when you're trying to keep a podcast no. clean, there are certain things you don't yeah. say. And there were things that we kind of said during the film. You know what the master's consciousness looks like? You can kind of reach for where we were going with that and why we're not yeah, making yeah, it. You, you can reach. Excellent way of explaining our joke there. Exactly. That's good. Subtlety. That's good. Subtlety. Subtlety. With it, subtle. Yes, subtlety is and our key. If you key don't get it, you're too young. Don't ask your parents. That would be an awkward do conversation. Do not ask your parents. Don't do no. that. Do not. Don't do that. Do not. But Sylvester Troy, McCoy, would... bless him, coming back. What? Oh, go on. Sorry, sorry. You start. You start. I'll cut this. Sylvester can wait. He's still waiting for his fourth series. He can wait for me to talk about him. Okay, fair. Uh, well, I was I was just gonna say <laughs> that was savage. <laughs> that was so... savage. That was savage. Um, no, I was just gonna say I feel like this story was almost more of a master story than a new Doctor story. You know what I mean? Do you understand where I'm going with that? A little bit, yeah. Actually, I kind of get that. I kind of get that because I don't know, like, if like imagine in the modern era. If David Tennant's first episode, they also introduced John Sim. That is a really good point. 
You kind of need mm. a, a an unknown baddie to go against, or like relatively yeah. unknown to kind of try and like refresh the era. I mean, yeah, David Tennant went against the Sycorax, Matt against the Atraxi, Capaldi against oh, the Clockwork Robots. I guess they weren't new, but it was a new branch of them. But either way, it wasn't really didn't really matter in that sense. And then Jody yeah. was Tim Shaw. Like it's 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 been different every time. And, and that, Eccleston exactly. was the Autons, but they they don't even talk, so they're a good classic villain to put a Doctor up against. To go realistically. up against, yeah, no, exactly. Just so, feel like yeah. the Master's a very ballsy Riffing pick the master, for. Yeah, that is. But I mean, I enjoyed the Master. Yeah, I like I liked him. I think I think he played it very very seriously, and it came off well most of the time. But there were points where I was kind of like, doesn't feel like he's getting to do a ton. He's just kind of looking menacingly. Or like twisting his yeah. head, like oh, oh, my headphones just came off. But he does it like super fast. He like jolts <laughs> he his does, head. He does go very and then, fast. Then like he, t- he talks a lot like this. I am the master. Mm-hmm. That that made for a very funny scene in the in the the bedroom when he first becomes the master and he strangles yeah. his wife. Where she's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, come back to bed, sweetie. Uh, no, you honey. And he goes, you can't master. call me honey. You should call me master. And she's into it. She's like, and oh, she's I'll like, call you master. oh my gosh. Who is the, who is this husband and where has he been? <laughs> yeah, where are you? <laughs> where, I thought the fire in our marriage had died out, but he's here trying to tell me to call him master. Let's go, baby. Twenty years and he's Let's still go. feeling young. He's um, still got it. He's still got oh, it. But dearie, yeah, dearie it's, me, it's it's an odd one. It's an it's an odd one. He's not my favourite master. Although what that scene where he comes down the stairs in the Time Lord robes, oh, which where did he get those from? Gosh. I guess the TARDIS wardrobe, but whatever. And he just goes, "I always dress for the occasion." It's like, oh, that so mastery. That, that was perfect. That was yeah. perfect. And I, I, I don't. I, that's I, my I hate favorite that this scene. meme has taken over my brain so much because I hated it at first. But drip. It was there was some serious oh, drip. Absolute drip for the for the, for the older listeners if you haven't if you don't know that meme drip you basically just say drip when someone's got a good outfit on because we actually have got a very yeah. wide array of listeners which i always thought was really cool for age range do we've we? actually got like a really what? good spread across the ages which is really cool oh excellent well hopefully us watching the tv movie can attract more classic fans yeah exactly maybe 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 we'll get more views maybe maybe we'll get more attention we need attention give us attention we crave it please i need it i feel so it. i i what was weird, Madame Butterfly screams to me because I saw that opera as yes. a kid. I was saying this to Crispy when we were watching the film, but my mum was... Su- she still kind of is, but she was properly into operas when I was younger. So she would take me to a couple every now and again when one came on that she wants to go and watch. And as a young, impressionable kid, I quite liked them. I, you know, Now I've kind of grown up. I'm like, you know what? I'm not huge on them anymore, but I liked them as a kid. And I still appreciate them now. I think they're fantastic pieces of like of like theater i guess is not really the right word but madame butterfly mm. was one of the operas that we saw and so i recognized the song immediately and remembered i was like oh yeah they really have a thing for puccini and madame, madame, madame butterfly in this and they kept playing that little bit of the song about five different times in the film it, it repeats so much is that there's so that one much. track and then there's also the one as he's as sylvester's like when does it first happen? No, when when the master's kind of like hitting the TARDIS, it's like dun 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 It's a bit I am the Doctory almost, but it's yeah. really cool. Gives you that vibe. Speaking of which, actually, it's very good for people who haven't heard the Suicide Mission uh, track out of Mass Effect Two, and I made that reference a few episodes ago, saying that you know Mass Effect Two sounds like I am the Doctor. Like I am the Doctor. I have got my vinyl player right here. It's just off camera, but I have completely finally tidied my room. I've got a full display ready. I'm going to do a room tour on my own channel, which will be really cool soon. But I wanted to get my vinyl player out and have it to play vinyl whenever I wanted because it was like under my desk. It's sat here and ready. So if you lot want in a future episode, I could just pop the vinyl on because it's game music. It shouldn't get as copyrighted. Game OSTs are normally fine. I could pop the disc on for a second and just play it. Live on the edge. And then then you could all hear it. If you want to hear that, let us know and I'll I'll do that. Um, I definitely think we should do that in a future episode. But point being that that track in the movie again gave me Iron the Doctor vibes and I am not complaining because it slapped every time it came on i was like i was like oh let's go get you fired up and get it you fired on, up yeah because i feel like that was probably like the only like that was like the only like piece of music that kind of stuck out to me like as, as in like an yeah. original music that wasn't operatic yeah and that wasn't the the main theme remixed which by the way yeah can we just talk about like as a music nerd the fact that they actually started the theme off this time with the middle eight that is so cool so like they actually start with dun 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 opening with that rather than dun 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 like that was really cool. I didn't even realize that. That like yeah, that's one thing that I noticed about that track that I absolutely love is it genuinely does mix up the theme a little bit, but also change the structure. 
So it was, and now then you, you can I hear it. It, it comes in towards the end. It's like, but it comes in after like 20 seconds or so. So it, it, it it's beautiful. So cool. It's, and, well, I'm one of those nerds that like has genuinely listened to a playlist on Spotify that's every Doc 2 TV theme one after the other. Just kind of listen to them and see how they differ. And you do notice yeah. when you're listening to all of them, you notice me as soon as a TV movie comes on. It starts with like some drumming and some like, dun, 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 and then it builds in because it's like the bit from Paul McGann's commentary at the start, I guess. Which, by the way, it's kind of weird when you think about it that like Paul McGann does the opening commentary while Sylvester McCoy is still the doctor. Which is kind of funny. You know? Whoa! I never it's even narrating it like this is that. a story about how I became this doctor, but I'm still this doctor at the minute. I'm still Sylvester, who That's my man crazy. was getting some Doc Brown hair. Can we talk about his Doc Brown hair? <laughs> I mean, it was literally brown. It was literally Doc Brown hair. That's an even better part. Oh, it was but Doc Brown? Wow. He looked quite. He looked quite cool. I liked it. Although one little thing that I was spotted right at the start: why didn't he carry his Sonic? Why was it in like a weird toolbox? Like, you know, he's... Yeah, why, why, I don't know. Why, was, just, why wasn't he, he carrying threw it, the threw Sonic? It away. Why was he carrying it? I don't know what was going it was, on. He was... Uh, wasn't he, like, reading at the start? Was Sylvester reading or something? He was reading he was The chilling. Time Machine by H.G. Wells. Ah, uh, Like an yes, absolute Chad. Right. Absolute <laughs> Chad move. I, why? What a Chad oh, move. It's so... It's just so on the nose. It's, it's so It's a on little the on the nose, isn't it? Just yeah, a little just, bit. Yeah. There was some really good shots. Sylvester, though. Oh yeah, yeah there was, there was some really good shots. Like hit, the shots of the TARDIS were brilliant. That interior is just mm, that, that interior is crispy. Oh, hello, I, hello. Oh, oh, oh. Didn't oh, even intend dearie. that. Didn't even intend that. That was yes, subconscious. You did. Yes, that was you no. Did. That was genuinely oh. subconscious. I should have said crisp. Have I crept in my head, into I your crispy. subconscious? It was genuinely. Wow. I, should, I should have said crisp and said crispy, but didn't say it consciously. I said crispy and then went, oh, crispy pro. Uh, 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 uh. Oh. Um, wow. I've really, corrupted I really you. need I'm to so get outside sorry. and touch grass, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I hate to know how, how much they spent on the TARDIS interior, because if that was the one time they use it, I'm like, oh. Oh, Yeesh. yeah, that's true. That is true. Because mm. that TARDIS interior mm. is so cool. It's, it's so stunning. cool. It's beautiful. Yeah. The, what was the chamber called with the Eye of Harmony in? It was called the... Oh, I can't oh, remember what it was called. Oh, oh, oh dearie. The dojo. I might, I'm, what? I might know the 17 <laughs> DVDs in Blink off the top of my head, but I don't... I don't, I don't remember what the room it. was called with the Eye of Harmony um, in, but it's like... Um, I, I've played... I'm going to proper go nerdy again. I, I've played a mod in Skyrim that adds the TARDIS yes, in. of course and, you have. Yeah, uh-huh. of course I have, because it's me we're talking about. Come on. Mm-hmm. And I've, <laughs> I was um, like in, in that mod, there's all sorts of different rooms. And there are some I've always wondered and gone, some of these rooms look nothing like what's in the TV series. And I forget that there was there's literally a chamber in the, that mod that looks just like that one in um, in the movie where you literally can your character, you can give them the regeneration ability as part of the mod. And you have to go around and flick oh. a few buttons on balconies, and it looks just like that room. And I was thinking, I was like, why have they built a room like this to give you generation? It's very odd, and I'd forgotten that's what the room looked like. That's exactly so it was what kind happens of similar in the TV to movie. That. Yeah, it was mad. <laughs> it honestly was well, that really sounds cool. pretty fun, though. Yeah, it's a great that's mod. Awesome. It's very good. I recommend all the Skyrim gamers out there to play it. It is on console, but it's better on PC. It's basically the Payday 2 of Skyrim mods, which is very funny. My Payday listeners will get that one. <laughs> Cheers to you. Um, wow. You know all about Payday, don't you? <laughs> Yes, Peus Deus, my favourite. My favourite. Little reference there to me and Troy's first ever podcast together two years ago. What was the podcast called? It was called The Red Cast. You see, God, I've learnt. I've learnt. <laughs> the way that you, you, you said it with chest in that first episode. <laughs> you went with chest. You went, we were on a podcast called Red Archer Live. Called Red Archer Live. <laughs> you just see the look on my face where I'm like, what? what? It wasn't called huh? that, but all right. <laughs> I'm oh. sorry, mate. And you'll mate, never forgive me. Mate. You'll never forgive me for I that. I'll never forgive you. I will never forgive you. It was it was an experience, Gosh, just like the t-shirt you're wearing. Or does it say festival? I think. It, I hope it says experience. Uh, it's a festival. No, you got it wrong. <sighs> I'm wearing a Doctor Who. Fe- you want to see something real cool? Go on. You ready? Hang on. Hang oh, on. No. What's he? What's Hold he doing? Hold on, people. Crispy Hold Pro on, leg people. reveal. What's going on here? Crispy Pro leg. Re- hang on, everyone. Hang in there, audio listeners. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You ready? You ready? Boom. It says crew. It says crew on the back of the t-shirt. What's going on there? I was crew for the Doctor Who Festival, baby. Those are the shortest shorts I've ever seen in my life. 
Yeah, they're rugby shorts. I don't usually... Uh... <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, mate, you're not leaving much to the imagination there. Good grief. That's all right. That's, that's a free one for uh, all our video listeners. I hope that gives people the incentive to check out the YouTube channel if they're just listening. But yeah. Speaking of crew, we were talking about the, uh, the cinematography just before. We were. I was going to say... Think, what did you think of the direction of this movie? I think it? there were some great shots. There were some really Absolutely. good shots. Um, there's one of Paul McGann walking down the corridor and the camera's kind of like turning and it just gave me mad Doctor Strange vibes. was just about to mention that. Like I get Doctor Strange vibes from that. Maybe because it's like just over a month until Multiverse of Madness comes out and I'm very, very excited oh. for it. So my brain's just Should like... we talk about that on the podcast even though it's not... Oh, can we talk about Morbius when that comes out? <laughs> no, no. I mean, well, Matt Smith... <laughs> the reviews are apparently awful for it and Matt Smith has yeah. apparently said that he still doesn't really know who his character is after playing the whole part, yeah. which is a bit bit cursed. I'm still excited for the film. I'm still looking forward to seeing the film. I think Same. it'll be decent. I'm, I'll still I'm watch one of those it, people who but... finds the good things in most films. I'm basically cinema wins, but without the YouTube channel. So like, I will just nice. like, probably enjoy well, it regardless. Um, yes, yes, yes. So I'm looking forward to that. But we yeah, sees, we, we sees. might, we might. If you guys want to see it, hear us talk about that, then feel free to let us know. Because that's one thing. You know, I said to listen to the Nerd Cubed one. That f yeah, Doctor Who. Where like in that they, they often spend a lot of time going like, let's talk about Picard, or let's talk about this, or let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've been talk we've done the not not signing off to other topics constantly, but we could occasionally do it for if there's a film you want to hear us talk about. Or yeah, something, we could do that for like 20 minutes or 15 t- touch, minutes. Yeah, touch on something for a bit. Yeah, so but we, anyway. could, we could, and then in post we could edit in and be like, skip to 15 minutes if you don't want to hear us talking about Doctor Strange or whatever it might be. So maybe we'll do that. But yeah, excited maybe, for that maybe. film. It's going it's to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm going to see Morbius tomorrow though. So the next time we, we record, I'll have seen it. Oh, really? It. So if you're going to watch it, Damn. try and watch it and then we can talk about it. <laughs> no, because okay, I could well, well, we said we were going to do an episode talking about like, where was it? Where are they now? Like talking about like how actors have, have yeah. moved on from Doctor Who and how, Correct. as we can say now, one of them's won an Oscar. I mean, Mary Galal, hello. She's she's won an Oscar. Yeah, for, which for, is with, crazy. With, what's her actual name? I can't remember yeah, the actress's name, but it was Mary like Galal Maddie, from Rings of Maddie something? I can't yeah. remember now. But she's won an Oscar. Um, so we could talk about loads of stuff like that. But I was thinking for Matt Smith, a good one to talk about would be Morbius. So if yeah, we can both make sure we've seen 100%. that film. And I feel like most listeners probably won't care if we spoil it because most people seem not to care about the film. But we'll warn you ahead of time. So if you can see Morbius, Didn't you're interested, Sony just then... spoil it? Apparently, the director did a Q&A, and he, was, he, he agreed and to answer any and everything. all questions, and he just answered everything like a week before the film came out. So Ridiculous. I think I know what happens like... in one of the end credit scenes, but only from someone talking about it in a tweet. And I read it thinking it was about MCU Spider-Man, and then I realized I was like, this doesn't Hang happen in MCU. Oh, wait, are you trying to tie... Oh, wait. It's something I'm, I'm not going to spoil second. it, but like it, it's something to do with the vulture. There's something to do with him yeah. in the credit scene. I'm pretty sure, and like yeah. that's why I'm like I, I read the tweet and I was like, is this? Oh, really? Is this a credit scene? Have I just spoiled a credit scene for myself? Is that what I've just done? It's I don't weird. know. It's weird. It's, very it's bizarre. Weird. It is bizarre. Speaking it'd, of bizarre, it'd be like. Did you know that yes. Doctor Who recorded a TV movie in 1996, and that's what we should be talking about right now? Oh my god, I do. I, know, I do crazy. know that. We were talking about the cinematography. Let's let's get let's get back on track. Let's get back on yeah, track. Yeah, so cinematography. There were some good shots that were great, and there were some there were some shots that made me feel like we were watching an episode of uh, <clears throat> Grace Anatomy. Didn't I'm, I'm using that pun because I was really proud of that during the, the commentary track. I was that so was, proud of that. There was. How many people actually get that joke? How many people are actually going to get that joke? Should we should we explain the joke or should we just kind of? If you have to explain the joke, it's not a joke. All right. Well said. Well said. Well said. We have to yes. explain what drip means. But we don't have to explain jokes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Every episode now, we should explain a new meme. Okay. So, <laughs> we so next, next, next week, that. maybe I'll, I hope you have seen the Sonic movie. So I'll be like, in next week's episode, we're going to explain the Ugandan Knuckles meme. Do you know what I'm noticing right now? I feel like at the minute, we are just going off topic a lot. And I feel like we're going to have to make a lot of cuts because we're just... This is the problem. This is why we need structure. This is why we are a podcast with a plan because normally we have our, yeah. our news, we have our questions, then we have the main topic. I think maybe we should have kept the same structure because now I'm sat here going, my brain is just running at 100 miles an hour trying to think of things to talk about from the film. Uh, here's the next one. Why did Grace not travel with the Eighth Doctor afterwards? What, yeah, why? Was what that, the There wasn't heck? even a question. He didn't even ask her. It was he just kind of assumed where she was like, all right, I'm off. Bye-bye. And he was like, okay, bye-bye. She, she did not care. I mean, what a strange ending yeah the third like, act it, uh, let's talk about uh, third I, I act you said you thought that was strange so third the, act so me. which bit are we talking about are we talking about from when they first arrived back in the TARDIS yeah I'd probably I'd probably go yeah I reckon I reckon yeah. they're all in the TARDIS so it starts with a good bit of the secret key being hidden in the top of the TARDIS I liked that love that, that. that would be, it'd be love cool that. if they, they brought that back at some point and, and side note I like that TARDIS key I got one and I, I showed this to yeah. Christy on the, on the recording 
I got one from that Eagle Moss Stock 2 advent calendar that was like 100 quid. I didn't pay 100 quid, thank God. It was like on offer because it wasn't selling. Is it any wonder for that price? Bless them. I like Eagle Moss. I've got a ton of their figurines, but 100 quid for an advent calendar. What were you lot thinking? Come on. So I got it for half price because there was some good stuff in it. I thought that would be worth the value. But there is a replica of the classic TARDIS key, which I'm showing on the camera now. I'm going to try and turn down my ring light. There you go, make it a bit clearer. And I was always wondering, good. I was like, when in Classic Who is that key used? And then I just saw him whip it out, pardon the pun, during the <laughs> film. And I was like, there we go, hello. And it looked cool. And I like that it's kind of like the normal Yale lock, but you flick that away and put the then TARDIS you flick it key away in. And the, yeah, that's definitely... I always liked the simplicity well, of the Yale not key, bring it back? Now, yeah, now I've seen that, I'm like, you know what? Russell, maybe that was maybe that was an L. Maybe you should have kept the TARDIS key. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I agree. Hashtag I don't know, bring back know? the TARDIS key. Yeah, you I kind of, I kind of like that. I kind of want Russell to bring it back in RTD too. Maybe he will listen to this podcast and, the, and, the and key, bring the key back. Yeah, please. The, and the key being like on top of the, like he's like, oh, it's above the P mm. <laughs> yeah. in the police box. <laughs> Brill. That's but so yeah, random. It, as soon as they got in there, it just kind of got a bit confusing. They were trying to shut the Eye of Harmony to stop it from Correct. like destroying the universe. Typical Doctor Who yeah, stakes with the master, think, obviously. Yeah, the idea was the master was like. All right, every all life's gonna get sucked into the Eye of Harmony. Was that the, on the plan? Yeah, all life on the planet will get sucked into the Eye of Harmony because he's using it to steal the Doctor's body. Yeah, which already is a bit of a reach, but it's Doctor Who, so don't question it too much. But then, yeah, like, no. he's saying about going back in time to stop it and reverse it, and at that point, I just completely lost no, it. I lost it. I lost it as soon as they mentioned their plan to win. Yeah, I don't hundred percent understand it. I, tell you what, I don't understand I, where I they do, ended off. Shall I do an amazing thing and just look up the plot on Wikipedia and just see what Wikipedia tells us, see if it explains it yeah, a bit please. better than we can? Doctor Who, the TV movie plot. Let's let's see how it tries to explain that because I don't I don't understand the last act. I don't get it. Yeah. Oh, hang on. There's an actual Doctor Who Wikipedia. This might be better. Uh, the end of the TARDIS with a close stability ringing. The Doctor is able to close the Eye of Harmony. However, a quick temporal scan confirms that the Eye has been opened too long and the Earth is still in danger. The only solution oh, is to theory. take the TARDIS back to a time before the Eye was opened. But since the Eye has been opened so long, the TARDIS now has no power. Oh, right. Wait, what? That but hang is on. not the impression that I got. That but doesn't... the TARDIS is a time machine. Like, it's not... Yeah. So, surely The TARDIS is always in a state time... of flux. Yeah, surely it shouldn't matter what time it is on Earth because it was all happening within the TARDIS and it's time and relative dimension in space. Dimension like it's, in space. Is it not relative to the TARDIS or is it relative to... Maybe it's relative to the planet that it's landed on? I don't doesn't know why I'm struggling so hard to grasp doesn't this. doesn't make any sense. It'd be like... It'd be like... Imagine I have a hot dog and I've walked into the DeLorean and then I eat the hot dog and then I travel in the DeLorean to the past. I'm not expecting to get my hot dog back because I ate it in the DeLorean. Yeah. That's actually really good you know analogy. I, mean? I like that. Yeah, you, know, you see Orphan, where I'm going Orphan with 55 it? makes more sense, and that basically just disregarded the entire rule of Doctor Who's time travel. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you brought up Orphan 55. I've got a Doctor Who I don't Who think calendar. anyone else look is. At, look what? at what the date is today. Oh wow, what? Let's what is, go. Wait, what? Is that like a different date for like picture for every day of the yeah yeah? <gasps> what? I have a Doctor Who cool, flux right? calendar somewhere over there, and I haven't got anywhere to put let's, it up, and it annoys me. Let's go to the date that this episode will actually be out on. Is that it Friday is, the second? Oh second Friday the second. My gosh, you ready for this? Go on. We made it to Jody, baby. We made it to Jody. We made it to Jody. That's so exciting. So yeah, it doesn't make a ton of sense. Like Orphan Fifty Five, straight up just went. The future where Earth is is uh, or wasteland is one possible future, and you can prevent it. It's like no, unless unless you take the TARDIS back and actively do something, that is the future because you've landed there. Yeah. That is how Doctor Who has always worked, bro. Mm. You can't you can't change it further than say stop. But like that makes more sense than whatever the hell was going on in that film. So I agree. The third act got very very confusing. Um, yeah, well, it doesn't make but sense. But yeah, the master I, I just like it's very straight weak. up snapped Lee's neck. I'm still on that. Yep. I'm still baffled by that. I, w I was not expecting that to happen. And and the fact that I was vibing their relationship. They were bros. Well, they were, yeah. I thought but that they would be besties. We talked about the Doctor holding a gun. Yeah, what the heck happened there? It wasn't for the sake of him going against his moral code like it was in the end of time where it was like a big thing. He thought the time lords were so yeah. bad that he kind of had to. It was just like, I just took a gun out of your pocket and I'm waving it about I've now. I've got a just gun. It's, it's, it's like a toddler warden. It's like, have you seen that vine where it's like, what have you got there? And the kid goes, and and she's like, no, a knife. the, the no, no, doctor no. is that yeah, yeah. kid. He's running around that with a gun. I've got a gun. Correct. And the cop's like, whoa, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. 
It's just. And then it, what does Grace so go jarring. and do? What does Grace go and do? Yeah, you think, oh, I'm going to defuse the situation. I'm just going to take this gun away from you. I'm just going to take the gun away. Yeah. It's all, we're all okay. Mm-hmm. Shooting the motorcycle. And then it just works. Bang. The, the yeah, motorcycle just I, works. That, that, I don't. That, I hated that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're bagging oh. on the movie, but there were just some moments that Troy, like, it stood out to me and Troy. To be fair, it's okay to bash on it. Like, there's a oh, reason yeah. it wasn't renewed for a TV series. We can't sit True. here and pretend like the film was perfect because it wasn't. Like it, was, yeah. it never was. Absolutely not. Paul McGann is perfect. He is a perfect human being. Paul McGann's being, great. The, film the best thing was out not. of this entire film. Yeah, yeah absolutely easily, correct. Easily. 100% agree. What do we think of the companions then? Yes. Grace. What do I think of Grace? Potential. There was potential there. I kind of liked that she was a doctor. Martha Jones kind of vibes. Um, but in the end, it just looked like she was too independent for the doctor. Like, she didn't really need the doctor. She was fine. She you know? bounced a lot between like wanting to kiss him and thinking he was insane, yeah. which was quite funny. Like she, like he snogged her, and then she was just like, "Oh, do it again." And then he said, "I'm an alien." She runs away. I mean, I, to be fair, yeah. I can kind of imagine that happening in real life, but it was very jarring yeah, to watch. It's like, oh, uh. I don't know. Was... And then, then he walks through a he walks through a window like it's the Take on Me video from the eighties. Yeah, correct. We both you made that I joke because I said it's like an eighties yeah. music video, and then we both literally went da 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 yeah, oh, she just went, she just was bouncing between. I like you, you're confusing me. I like you, you're confusing me. Maybe that's why she didn't even aren't, ask aren't if, if she would come at the end. She was like, like I don't know where I stand with you. Uh, Look, I just you're died, too much. So. That is true. Yeah, no, I don't. I just died. I don't know. She's confusing. Tonight, because she did. There you go. Another eighties song. It was from the eighties. She very right? much did. Uh, it was an eighties song. C- correct. Yes. I mean, I think I am a little a bit older than you, but I'm not that old. Um, yeah, well, you yeah, you lived in the eighties. You you thought I was? Did yeah, you say I, I was forty eight? Oh, uh, you are forty eight, aren't you? No, bro. Oh, Fifty seven. Get bro. it right. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm actually, I'm um, nine hundred and six. Whoa, is that how old he was in the thing? It was the no, it was the it was an end of time reference. I literally said it the way David Tennant says it in that scene. Where he goes, I'm nine hundred and six. And when did really? he say that in end of end of oh when they're just the sitting scene down and looking over the earth. Oh, great scene. And he's like, 900 great years, scene. we must look like ants to you. And he goes, I think you look like giants. Oh, that whole, that David, whole scene. I could have David. an episode dedicated to that scene. Like, Wouldn't it be whole... crazy if, if we just called this the TV movie episode, but we spent an entire, the rest of it just talking about this one scene in End of in Time. End of Time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mention that to him when I, when I meet him on Saturday. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I'm meeting, can you believe I'm meeting David? I can't believe that. I, I am so jealous. I'm not. I'm not going to get a word in next week. You're not. Well, I'm going for two days. That I'm going across the whole weekend, so I'm going to have twice, yeah. twice the pride, double the fall. You know, I'm going to have twice, twice <laughs> much to talk about. I can't say that quote anymore without um, thinking of Razzle, the reacting. Because we've been talking about them, like the reacting YouTubers, because they did an yeah. episode where they reacted to to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and Christopher Lee, Count Dooku, was in that film, and they just came in right. making jokes out of it and linking it to that and going twice the pride, double the chocolate double the walker and it's like i just keep having all these things rolling in my head now or just him randomly going lollipops uh, just lollipops you're so corrupted it's, you I are am. so corrupted the internet has destroyed me and you <laughs> know what absolutely it's okay my, my sense of humor was bad anyway so the internet can't really make it much worse mm, making me slightly yeah. more relevant hopefully slightly only slightly slightly yeah. All right, come on, come on. Let's let's get back on track here. I just think I just think that David's acting in that scene with Wolf was so good. It was just unreal. <laughs> I really thought you were like, come on, man, we've got to focus. And then just, no, no, no. End of time. End of time. End of time. Um, sometimes I do think a time lord lives too long, and sometimes I think our podcast sessions go on too long. Absolutely, I think we're messes because we recorded this directly after the movie yeah. and that was just like a hectic like the problem is i stop. can't handle talking to you for longer than an hour or two and we've already been on i know call for we're, like we've realized that now. three hours so yeah in fact it has been about we're three so hours sorry, now listeners. so yeah i'm just i'm really yeah. tired of him to be honest i've had way too much crispy for one one week way, that's absolutely i've it's had just way enough. too much red arch alive but to be fair yeah. i think in my head the reason is like my head is all muddled but to be fair there's not a lot to the film it's not even 90 minutes long when you think about no. it like there are episodes of Doctor Who hang that on. are longer than the film. Are I think there are. I think there are in actually, the modern run. Hang on, because the longest episode of Doctor Who is Deep Breath. I know that for a fact because it's a couple of minutes longer than the te- than the Day of the Doctor. So Deep Breath, what? Doctor Who runtime. If this is longer than the movie, I swear down. What are you on about? I watched Deep Breath no, today. Deep Breath is sixty seventy six minutes. 
And Day of the Doctor and is, is, is that one minute longer at seventy five. Wait, reckon Day of the Doctor is seventy seven. I'll well, be the judge of that. I remember hearing somewhere Deep Breath was longer, but maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just an absolute fool. You are no, a fool. I am. I am. I am, I am a, a fool. Longest episode of Doctor oh, on, on, Who. Sorry, this is welcome to the podcast where Troy and I look at episode runtimes. Um, I've got seventy-seven minutes for both on my Australian streaming service, Stan. I just googled you it and it came with definitely... results for each of them, so maybe they're about the same. So the movie is longer than them. Okay, fine. Didn't really feel like. I feel like more happened in Deep Breath and Day of the Doctor than happened in the movie. Day of the Doctor certainly, but they did have three Doctors to contend with. Yeah, but still, I honestly feel like the Master got more screen time than McGann. I think that actually is just true. I think that actually is a fact. That might... I I don't want to... Surely someone out there knows this, or I don't know, we can get one of our listeners to do homework for us. I'm not sure I want to look that up. Um, But yeah, so Grace was an interesting character. I didn't really love her, um, but I think it was just because it was all very very Americanized, and I think because we're such, especially me, such a hardcore Brit, and you're used to the hardcore Britness of Doctor Who, it does feel yeah, very definitely. jarring, because you you notice when it a is. show is American. I have American friends. I like America. I like the stuff they put out. But it's it's you know the difference between an American TV show and a British one. You can tell the difference with your eyes closed. You could listen to the dialogue and know it's American. And like you, you just knew immediately. That's why I made the joke about Grey's Anatomy because it does look like an episode of Grey's Anatomy with Grey's. It very much did. I've explained the joke it now. I said I wasn't going to, and I've explained the you joke. You explained so. it. You explained it. Everyone Whoops. loves it now. But Oopsies. Speaking of other characters, though, Lee, I'm not sure how I feel about yeah, Lee. Lee. I thought he had more time as the Doctor's actual companion. I did not remember that he just became basically became the Master's lackey. The the Master almost Dude. thought that he asked him to kill him at one point. That was funny. Yeah. And but then do just... people consider Lee and Grace companions? I think so. I know that... Is that a uh, thing in is the it, community? Is it Yee, Yee G So? Is that how you say his name? I really hope I haven't butchered that. Yeah, Yee G So, I think is how you say it. Um, um, yes, he just released a book about the TV movie recently. Um, oh, really? Gosh, Yeah, I remember this. it coming out and you could get like a... Yeah, Time and Space as it's called which is quite cool. But you could get a signed version a while ago. I don't know if you still can now. But yeah, it's a, yeah, a photo journal of Doctor Who filming called Time and Spaces by Yi Ji So, which is quite cool, to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the Doctor Who TV movie in 2016. Oh, so it came out in 2016. Uh, it must oh, have been wow. like a re-release for like to get it signed or something, I'm guessing, because I remember hearing recently well, it was coming that out been, it was signed. That would have been, what year was that? 2016, was that 20 yeah. years since the film? Yeah, 1996. That's what I was saying. That's what's so weird is that in that film, it's set in the future, and for us, yeah. it's like it's still miles in the past. It's crazy. Um, I'm just looking oh, and yeah. seeing. Oh wow! So in the US, it was broadcast almost two weeks before the UK. That's crazy. It was broadcast on the 14th of May 1996 on Fox what? in the US, and the 27th of May 1996 on BBC One in the UK. That is crazy. What a strange decision. What a strange. Oh, decision. interestingly, on the on the, the Doctor Who wiki, it lists that the Doctor is the eighth Doctor, the companion is Grace, and it features the seventh Doctor in Lee. So it doesn't quite count Lee as a companion. But to be fair, he's barely with the Doctor. Like, he's only really with him at the very, very end. I just find it so weird that both of them don't end up being companions. And I also don't get the Eighth Doctor saying to Lee to take to be gone for a year, like next Christmas. Yeah, what What can anyone explain And Lee seemed to know bit. what he was talking about, but I didn't, he was I didn't like, get He was that. like, oh, yes. Actually, consult the plot. Because we, we were... T- okay, yeah. Because you and I were trying to theorise, like, oh, did they go backwards in time a whole year instead of just a couple of days, which is what we thought they did at the end there. I don't know. It was very, very strange. And then Lee just leaves with some gold dust. There was a gold dust plot in there. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, the Ains Doctor gives uh, gives the bags of gold that the, the, the master originally bribed Lee with and tells him not to be in San Francisco next Christmas. In exchange, Lee gets back the bag containing the belongings. So we don't actually know why he said that. But it then says the Doctor asks Grace to travel with him. I must have missed that when we were talking over it. But she refuses and asks if the Doctor will stay with her. Oh, yeah, because he says, come with me, and she says, come with me. But they don't actually end up settling on it. They ne- they're like, all right, well, if no one can agree, we'll go separate yeah, ways. which is just a bit very weird. Quick, <laughs> very quick decision. You should have done the Knife Doctor thing, like you said, and just come back and gone. By the way, did I also mention it travels in time? And then she's just like, yeah, yeah. all right, I'm and coming. And she just runs, That's it, I'm done. runs to the TARDIS at a but lower then, frame rate. Like, what? what is the ending? To sum it up in the wiki, he settles back in his armchair in the TARDIS control room to continue reading H.G. Wells' novel The Time Machine. But the gramophone record that he's listening to suddenly starts skipping again. And as the TARDIS continues on its flight, all the Doctor says is, oh no, not again. Like, 
And that- What? So, I mean, I understand it because it's a little reference to the start of the film when it did that. Yeah, but are you trying um, to tell me he's but- caught a time loop now? <laughs> is it is it having sense but nowhere near as good? <laughs> I, I just think they could have had a much more well-rounded conclusion if they just set up Lee and Grace as companion. Like, what? How how much more satisfying would that be if they just did the typical, you know, all of time, all of space, where do you want to start? Cha-chung. And I'd be like, oh, question. maybe give me maybe give me a TV series of that. But this kind of didn't set up anything. But but then again, Crispy, Lee and Grace are both companions that we met in Jodie Whittaker's era. Am I wrong? Ooh. I just blew Ooh. your mind. I just blew your mind. Ooh. We got Grace, woman who fell to earth, and we've got Lee, yeah. the fugitive doctor's companion. I have too That's much knowledge weird. in my brain. And I, well, Do you reckon I, it's, that was it's on, the Jody T-shirt. That was on purpose. On Do you reckon that was on purpose? No, no, God, no. Surely not. Really? No. no. Well, they were together. I mean, the the closest we get is in he- in Hell Bend. Moffat kind of goes, "Hey, you know how they said that the, the Doctor's half human? Let's just try and subtly ignore that by having Maisie Williams go. You spend so much time on Earth. Are you the hybrid? And he's like, "No. What are you on about? And then they settle on that the, the hybrid is two people. I'm guessing that's Moffat's way of going. Hi. You know, because yeah. <laughs> I like how all the showrunners kind of respect each other, but I think they also have their own opinions, like to slide in every now and again. Like we know that Russell yeah, no, T definitely. Davies and Chris Chibnall are really good mates, and they like they both respect each other's work greatly. But then during the Doctor Who watch along yeah. for Stolen Earth, Russell was like, "This isn't quite as exciting knowing that five hundred other Doctors could have showed up now." So like he can he throws yeah. shade, but we also know that he likes yeah. Chris, so it's kind of like it could all just be banter. Mm. I don't know. Do do we think right now? Do you actually think the Doctor is half human on his mother's side? No. Yeah, I, do I, I agree. Because in my head, I remember him saying that line. I remember the exact delivery of it. So when it got to it, I was like, yeah, I remember this being a thing. What I don't remember is it being referenced so many times. I mean, the it's master says it early in the times. film to Lee. Mm. And then he says it again later on that, you know, you know, Lee can open the, the, the eye of the harmony because he's human and you're half human. I was like, well, you're really ramming it home that he's half human. Why are you so obsessed on that? It's, I guess it was the, the writers, like they'd seen classic hero and went, let's try and rationalize why he's on Earth so much. Which I get in a way. Yeah, I, yeah. But like, but still, like, I, I love Liverpool. Doesn't make me a scouser. Like, I don't have a scouse yeah. <laughs> accent. I go to Liverpool all the time. My accent isn't really scouse very much. Has moments of it, but you know what I mean. You you could go you could go to yeah. London every year more than any other place in the world. Wouldn't make you a Brit. That is true. That is very very true. This is this is the logical podcast. We have logical arguments. Yeah. That, that you don't think about too much. If you think about them too podcast. much, it might not work. But for, on a surface level, they work. You know. Yeah, on a surface level. we work on the surface level. That's we, that's the level we, we work at. Our brains only goes to the surface level. <laughs> <laughs> everything's just memes the, and quotes and references beneath that. Seventeen yeah, DVDs. Yeah, I know that. Seventeen damn DVDs. But no, I, I do find it weird that they like brought that up in the movie and then didn't explore it. Like it's just kind of there. They just throw it, and it's it doesn't really matter. You expect to just kind of roll with it, aren't you? Like, do you reckon from the writer's room, like, oh, we kind of need a reason as to why they need Lee and Grace there to use the Eye of Harmony. Oh, let's make it because the Doctor's half human and they're humans. All right, let's do that. Maybe. Because the original argument was the TARDIS liked Lee. But that seems to just get thrown out of the the window. Maybe that was the Master just lying because we knew he was lying to Lee a lot. But... He did. Also, actually, do you know what, right? I've got a really important question. This is the most important question I've picked up from the entire TV movie, okay? You ready for this? Okay, I'm ready. Did Americans not know what jelly babies were in the 90s? Because every time an American <laughs> was given a jelly shocked. baby, they looked at it. They were like, what is this yeah. thing in my hands? They're like sniffing it, going, what is this? And then eating, they go, mm, it's, not, you know, it's not bad. Do oh, they it's not- actually not bad. It's actually not Americans, bad. do you not know jelly babies? Are you uncultured? Are you uncultured, Americans? Are you uncultured? I don't know. Tell me right now, are you Let uncultured? Let us know if you know Answer what right jelly... <laughs> you, must, you, you have to know what jelly babies are, otherwise you are uncultured. I'm saying it right now. You must. Yeah, absolutely I mean, to be must. fair, everyone listening to this is a Doctor Who fan, you would hope, so they would know via Tom Baker, hopefully, at the very least. Hopefully. Hopefully. What a jelly baby is. Well, I don't know what that voice was. That was like half Australian. I'm half British on my father's side. What? 
This is hilarious. This um, this is staying in the podcast. This is staying in the podcast. It's just my audio track, so we can edit this in. We have just had to pause the recording because Crispy here has just had a notification saying that his disk space is full on his computer. How has he managed this? I don't know. I want to ask him, but you won't hear him answer the question. So you can all just sit here and imagine that it's because he's a terribly organized YouTuber and I can really rail on him right now and he could say anything he wants and you will never hear it. It's very funny. So I'm just waiting for him now. I'm just going to give a, a running track and if he wants to cut some of this out, he can. How are you all doing? Are you all doing well? I hope you're doing well. Have you actually seen the TV movie? You know, what What did you think of it? I'll put a poll in to say what you think about it and whether you like the film or not or whether you think Greg should be a bit of a companion. There's a few questions we could come up with for the poll. I might get Crispy to come up with the poll question this time. We'll see. Um, but we'll have uh, okay, also I'm back. if you've got okay, oh, he's I'm back. back. He's back. Give me a clap. I'll slide one Give more thing clap. in here. I'll, I'll slide. We're not okay. gonna. We're not gonna do clapping. We didn't clap the first time. We, I just sync it up. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah I know. But I'm coming back in. We'll, I'm coming back in. We'll clap if you want. The listeners can hear how it's like behind the scenes. Three, two, one, clap. And what you'll hear in the podcast, no doubt, is that they're completely out of sync because when we do that clapping, they're never aligned. There's normally a good second between the two of them. So if you hear a gap. That's intentional because for some reason the clapping doesn't sync. It just helps us find out where the lines are up to pretty much. Yeah. That's all it's there for. I think we've had a few little technical issues and we're cutting out at, at certain points, but I, at the, currently we're about 50 minutes into the recording. So I think regardless of where we're up to, it might be a good point to kind of just sum up our thoughts and kind of give a final thought on the TV movie because it's clear that we're just kind of running on fumes now. We've not got much else to Absolutely. say about the podcast. Absolutely. About the, it's about the film, sorry. The podcast is amazing and you should all hopefully still be listening. But... <laughs> So, yeah, I just, I remember liking it when I was younger, but I just, I think now it, it's odd. It's odd, you know? Yeah. Like, if I'm thinking in my head, replayability, would I watch the film again? Not anytime soon. There's not much in Neither. Doctor Who where I wouldn't watch. I'm kind of like, I feel like that about Matt Smith's era, mainly because of just a lot of its story arcs, not because it's bad, but it's just kind of like, it's harder to watch isolated episodes. And I also kind of feel like that about Series 11. I like that series, but I don't find those episodes as revisitable. Uh, revisit, revisitable, revisitable, revisit, revisitable. Whatever. Yeah, revisitable. That's <laughs> probably not a word, and I've just made it up. But whatever. Uh, as like, say, series twelve or even Flux. Flux is one big story, but I could revisit certain episodes from that with with relative ease. Um, especially the Vanquishers. We, we, you love the Vanquishers, don't you, Crispy? You love that oh, episode. I flippin' love them, bro. You love the Vanquishers. I love them he, he loves it. So he much. Loves it. We're gonna next next week uh, next weekend the weekend after this one that this episode goes up on my Discord server. We're gonna watch all of Flux in one go as a watch along. It's gonna be so fun. I'm really excited for it. Um, oh, so geez. I get to watch all this one six hour film like I've always wanted to. So I'm really looking forward to that. That will um, be But fun. yeah, so I didn't even give it a score at the start. You gave it a score. So are you settling with your six or are you gonna amend it based on I'm our gonna, discussions? I'm gonna uh, stick with my six and then I'll give some final thoughts once you give your final thoughts. I will give it a six as well i kind of want to give it a five but i think paul mcgann's brilliant there's some good casting choices there's some good shots the music is really good in places but the plot makes absolutely no sense in the last act well it kind of does but it kind of doesn't and i just i don't like doctor who's never not always made sense i mean the canon i remember hearing the phrase somewhere and i think i've said it before on the podcast that doctor who's canon is just a big ball of rubber bands held together by more rubber bands it's not exactly the most solid yeah. canon in the universe <laughs> no but at the same time some things kind of have to make sense and not enough in that in that last act made sense in my opinion no. so i'm sticking with a six i think that it had good moments there were some really strong pop points but there were also some very very weak points and points that didn't make sense and the mm. ending just didn't feel satisfying at all the companions all go their separate ways with very little celebration and then apparently we're doomed to repeat it again because the master breaks out we didn't even see him do we even see him go back in a box in the end i thought he just got sucked into the eye of harmony and the tardis was digesting him yeah, no, he's I'm pretty sure the TARDIS just was in, like, in the TARDIS. Because the doctor the TARDIS says burped. indigestion, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. So how it's all starting again, I don't know. Maybe the, the, the cup of tea and the, the the gramophone just have their own sentience and they're the next villains. Maybe they're autons. Yeah. Maybe, they're made <laughs> maybe out that's of plastic what they were setting up. Maybe that's what they were setting up. Maybe, maybe at this point that Russell Davis was like, maybe he immediately regenerates to the ninth Doctor Baxton and he's fighting the autons that possessed his TARDIS. Maybe that's, wow. maybe that's where his head goes. Who knows? Your mind. That's why the TARDIS has Your to reset. Mind. It's purging to get rid of the nesting consciousness. I don't oh, know. I don't know. Wow. That was I, I need my sleep. That was a tangent. I've only had about five or six hours sleep because I yeah, stayed until 3 a.m. in my room. Let's wrap this up. Come on. Let's wrap the this up. I've got a hoover it. next. I'm hoovering the house next. I'm, 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 a, I'm a clean boy. Yeah, I'm one clean uh, boy. I'm doing that housework. Boy. Let's get that bread. Gosh, Let's get the house cleaning bread. So, <laughs> but I think that's a good point to wrap it up. I, I think this has been a bit more rambly good. than we intended it to be. 
but we still hope that you enjoyed it because it's been yes, interesting definitely. to talk about it and just do a slightly different episode i feel like it's been interesting just to kind of you know mix up the formula um and just kind of give our thoughts on the film we didn't watch it and then go talk about it immediately afterwards like Crispy said, he's got the he's gonna have the commentaries for both of our tracks. There'll be some bugs and stuff for when he, his internet cut out and when mine completely shut off for like ten minutes. But he's gonna try and make it into an episode. We'll say try, so you've got a get out clause in case it doesn't work. But I hope it Thank does. You. I think there'd be I think there'd be a great video there if we if you could get it working um, yeah. for your channel, and I might steal it and put it on mine as well. But what? Sorry, hundred um, percent. No, I won't do that. I won't do that to you. You can do whatever you want. Let it be known on the podcast that Crispy just gave me carte blanche. He just gave me a blank check to do what I want. I will remember that and I will hold Cha-ching. it against him until the end of time. The episode that we were going to talk about this episode. You see what I did there? That was a really great <laughs> that segue. Was, that was that brilliant. Was nice. that but was speaking great. of the end of time, all things must come to an end and this podcast is coming to an end as well. I think this episode is running a bit short. We've only been recording 55 minutes. I think there's going to be some bits cut out. So we're probably around the 50 minute mark. So it's a bit Which less than good. normal. But Enjoy we didn't yourself, have as much guys. to talk about with the film because we kind of thought we'd have loads, but there's just not as much going on, you know? It's just not, not much quite meat. quite as much going on. Not much meat. No, there's not much meat. You know, it doesn't taste like chicken this time. No. You know, you know we're going to watch this like movie. Chicken. And then going into TV series, you'll be like, you've dabbled with Doctor Who. Now meet the genuine article. Ooh, it all I works. It back. There's layers. You know, the, the listeners there, layers. listeners there were like, you know what? Maybe Troy's not going to make the absorbable off joke. We still, still have, have that jokes. Joke. Still got it. We haven't mentioned Paul or James Corden, on. though. It lives on. But I think that'll about do it for this podcast episode. So, as always, thank you all very much for listening and watching. You. you know, watching on YouTube and Spotify, listening on Apple. <laughs> I'm going to keep making that joke, even though I love you, Apple oh, listeners, and you're literally half our audio viewership. And I keep saying the same thing every time, but it's a funny joke to be like, ha, hey, Apple podcast listeners. How's the video version? It's going well for you? I mean, literally, it's not even roasting you. It's roasting Apple. Like, at the end of the day, I'm roasting Apple. Apple should be... Do- if Spotify can do a video podcast option, Apple, Apple should be able to do one as well. Apple definitely should be able to. 100%. And so should Amazon. Amazon have a streaming service. How are they not allow- How are they not having video podcasts? Um, that make no sense. That don't make no damn sense. Make it make sense. So, hopefully an age will come where video podcasts will be available everywhere. And when it does, you'll be able to see me do the genuine article hand gesture... Laugh at Crispy's terrible jokes and <laughs> walk off from 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 just bad endings. Because last time I had to walk out, and you know, I just you're not looking up a joke. We're not doing this. We are not looking up a joke to end the podcast. I'm not. I'm no, not. I'm not. I'm 100. You not, are. 100% I know you not. are. I'm not, I know that's what you're doing. That I swear. I swear I'm not. I'm suspicious. Well, anyway, thank you all very much for listening. We will see you all next weekend in episode eight of Who's There Doctor You podcast. So are you going to interrupt now with a joke before I say goodbye again, or are, you, are we actually going to say goodbye no, this time? No, we're actually going to say goodbye. But I would just like I would just like to say one one more thing. I don't want to hear this. I think I think um I think the scene with uh David Tennant and Wilf was just really well executed in the way like there's there's no music in that scene. It's just pure dialogue and you can just see the two actors working off each other really really well. Don't you reckon Troy? Okay, Troy's cut his camera, and we're going to cut the episode there. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.